You're listening to an Air Books podcast. Hey guys, it's Aiden of Aiden's Books, and I'm here with Mommy. Welcome to Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books. Our episodes are recorded first via video. For the full experience, check out the video interview on my Facebook page, Aiden's Books. Next, you'll hear Mommy doing the interview. Thanks for listening. You're so Hi, good. everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. We're here with Miss Utane. We're here with Miss Utane. <laughs> Miss Utane. <laughs> Miss Utane. Miss You want to say bye to everybody? Bye, everybody. <laughs> meet me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to flip myself over my chair. Okay, good evening, everyone. My name is Quinn, and that was Aiden that just left. Um, and I'm the host and creator of the Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books podcast. I'm here with children's book author and illustrator, um, artist and illustrator, Miss Etienne Raphael. How are you doing? Hi, Quinn. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be here with you tonight. Well, I so appreciate this. Thank you. No problem. You were here for a read aloud. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And we heard your book and we saw the book. But when I tell you guys, looking at the book on the screen does like nothing for how it actually looks like it does it. It does it zero justice. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful book. Um, but if you're in our Facebook group, which you can find in the um, in the description, you'll be able to go back and see a read aloud of the book Words Take Flight, which actually is available for pre-order right now. But it releases on Saturday, officially. Yes, yes. I know you're excited. I'm very excited. (laughs) It's been a long time coming, this one. (laughs) Is there, like, nervous energy mixed in there as well? Yeah, it's just, it's it's a feeling that you can upload as many versions as you want. And I Mm -hmm. just want to be done, because I've done several versions now. And I just want to say, that's enough. It's out of my hands. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little background on Etane, and then we'll talk about um, some of the stuff she just said, like uploading the different versions and things like that. So you can hear how thoughtful her author process has been. Um, and I've been following uh, following along, I feel like, the whole time with Words Takes Flight, right? You have. You have. Okay. Yeah. So Etane is the author illustrator of the Rhyme Time Twin series. Um, we're here to discuss the first book of that series tonight. Um, and she was born and raised in Washington, D.C., and she currently lives with her husband and two daughters in Virginia. Yep. Um, and like I said, we're here tonight to talk about her book, Words Take Flight. But she has another book, Blueberry Day, which was released in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a beautiful book as well. Um, so Words Take Flight. I'm excited about it. If you had to give like an elevator pitch, what the book is about, what would you say? Um. A short pitch would be it's about the power of our words and how they can affect others positively or negatively. And you just want to think about what you say. Yes. Okay. Oh, I see Teresa's tuning in. Hi, Teresa. How you doing? So we have this new feature we're going to be playing around with, right? Because now we're able to show the comments on the screen (laughs) during the live. So whenever I see something, I might just pop it up um, to say hello to everybody. So before we 
go any further. I just want to thank our sponsors um, for tonight's episode. Um, so first, Teresa Miller, who tuned in from the Single Mom Support Group and Page. And then we have Vicki Goodwin from the Facebook group, Parents Find Children's Books in Office Here. And then also children's book author, Dr. Kimberly Biddle. And if you want more information on any of those, you can look at the description um, that's on top of wherever we're streaming live. Okay. So let's talk about why we're here. So Etain and why I say that I've been following along on her journey, it's been such a thoughtful process is because I've been seeing like your different posts in author groups, making sure that every step of the process goes well, making sure that the book is inclusive and you're not missing um, anyone. Right? right. And I know that a lot of that comes from your background working. Mm -hmm. You worked with vets. Correct. I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. By education, I'm a physical therapist. And yes. um, the last um, almost 10 years, eight, eight to 10 years was at Walter Reed um, Army Middle, uh, Military Medical Center, yeah. which was in D.C. It's now in um, Bethesda, Maryland, um, in the amputee section. So um, I I did. I when I was trying to figure out, I had a park scene in this book and I knew I could incorporate, you know, a lot of the indie authors, the the main people that we write about and, and portray are our families. You know, a lot of us start to write a book about our families. And so um, that's what a blueberry day was. And that's what this one started out as. And then as I saw this park scene um, develop, I'm like, oh, I can bring in a lot more people and a lot more diversity into the scene. And the first one I thought about was to have a person with a um, prosthetic leg in honor of some of the people I had worked with. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Sorry, I slipped myself on mute for a second. And so you see that throughout the pages. Um, you see that in the book. I feel like there are so many different types of people represented in this book that um, anybody can pick it up and just feel good that, and, and they'll feel seen. And that's one of my favorite things about this book. Um, when you open a book up and you start to read it, you're automatically like drawn in by the Irish proverb in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, I, I have notes here in case you guys are wondering, but <laughs> so it's a good friend is like a four leaf clover, um, hard to find and lucky to have. Mm -hmm. And I love that because you want your children to understand that from a young age that yeah. you're really lucky to have good friends, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. What were your thoughts when you put that? What was the reason you put that proverb in the book? Um, the reason I was trying to stay true to my roots, my dad's parents both came here from Ireland. And when I first started writing the first version of this story, mm -hmm. um, it was called A Magical Place. And it was about um, a land, a legendary land in Ireland called Tiernanog. Okay. Um, most most uh, towns and cities will have some Irish bar called Tiernanog. And that's what it's named after is this mm -hmm. it's an island um, of eternal youth and beauty where nothing bad ever happens. Ooh. So okay. that was kind of the, and the girls find a four leaf clover and it takes them to Jernanog. And that was the original plot. And then I just realized through a lot more research that you probably read a lot too, because I was just so scattered in the very beginning. And I didn't, I was trying to put together a story that wasn't just for my family. And it wasn't just mm -hmm. about you know, fun, magical adventures, but I needed to have a point, <laughs> you know, yeah. I needed 
um, friends would say, it's a really nice story, but why are you writing it? Like, what's it about? What are you trying to get across to people? And I'm like, oh, I can't just have one about magical adventures. It has to be like deeper and more meaningful to more people. And so I just kept trying to dive deeper and then Tiernanag kind of faded away. Um, so the clover and the Irish proverb is just still sort of a shout out to the roots of that story. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, and the book did get deeper, um, but there it is still very much a magical place, like through the illustration. So then when you turn a page, like you're, you're surrounded or like you fall into this story and you see these like beautifully like illustrated and textured illustrations, right? Like on the page. And this is why I say like looking at the book um, on the computer screen, like the way, you know, you were holding it because it's available by ebook as well. And you mm -hmm. can see like the texture, right. it, you know, it, it does it no justice, but, um, so you're the illustrator as well. You mm -hmm. added a lot of texture. Can you tell us about, do you have the book with you, by the way? I do. Okay, um, great. <laughs> so they can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. And I can show you, I brought some of my, um, you know, some of the backgrounds, you know, a lot of this was just, I have some cut out wings here, but coffee filters that I painted and I would cut them up and, and just, you know, glue them back into certain patterns and pictures. And that was just all inspired by Eric Carl from A Very Hungry Caterpillar. Yeah. And, um, and I just started that because I'm not an artist by training at all. And I just thought, what is the most forgiving way to do this because I still felt like I had a vision that was mine that I wanted to bring to life that was I didn't know how to really explain what I was trying to do with with an illustrator but mm -hmm. I wanted to try to do it myself um and I thought okay painted papers I can I can kind of piece together this sort of whimsical mm -hmm. you know bright and vivid um story and um draw with watercolors like anything that really needs more detail and I was just trying to <laughs> merge all that together yeah. you know yeah could you show us if you don't mind just a page mm -hmm. so they can see what okay. I mean uh let's see if I go here so this sort of thing and so these are all cutouts that were photographed and mm -hmm. use as the illustrate that is so like yeah. it's so, it's so yeah. beautiful i mean i have to tell you about my designer um nancy chen who mm -hmm. really i mean she was amazing and she saved me months and months of work because um she was over at our house one day and saw me cutting out with a exacto knife and scissors mm -hmm. um all these little um for example like all these little characters, you know, and she'd say, Eteen, you know, you don't have to do that, right? You don't have to, you can do that on Photoshop. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? She yeah. said, oh, you know, if you just want to take pictures and send them to me, I can cut things out on Photoshop and put them on, you know, whatever backgrounds, like, so I'll show you, um, like, these um, backgrounds, you know, for the fairies and so she helped me figure out how to um, like resize images. Mm -hmm. I was trying to do everything with the first round, just cutting them to the exact proportions and sizes that they needed to be and okay. um, laborious work, but I was having fun. So it was fine. Yeah. 
but then she when she when she came in with that I'm like oh that would be amazing if we could figure out how to work together <laughs> that one yeah. yeah yeah no that's so cool how all of that came together especially to see like the pieces of paper and the <laughs> yeah yeah the paper plate like it's how literally it pieced together. together yeah when you're looking at the book and you're looking at the illustrations you you can't even like begin to imagine like where it started and I remember um you saying and this could have been in the previous book you use like matches so oh yeah no that there. was here mm-hmm. that okay. was this book um like this is my bench. It's a like a popsicle stick and mm-hmm. some matchsticks. Um, yeah, I was just trying to bring in a whole lot of multimedia to give it a real kind of whimsical feel. And yeah. um, you know, there's one scene, for example, let me find it, where I was trying to paint a swing set. Um, this is what really brought me into the ah, whimsical or the uh, multimedia Mm -hmm. the chains of that swing I was trying to figure out how to paint them and like I said I I don't have an art background so I was just kind of going crazy with the different versions I was trying and I'm like nothing looks right Mm -hmm. and then I'm like wait I have I have chains from my arts and craft kit from like necklaces and bracelets I used to make my girls and I'm like I wonder after I had met with Nancy and she told me she could do that on photoshop I'm like can I take a picture of chains and we can use that like as a swing set she goes absolutely just send me whatever you have yeah so like oh this is neat and so it just kept taking this new direction and you you were a part of all that I mean I didn't I had a story in mind but I didn't really know how it was all going to come together and it was really so exciting I mean it would wake me up you know so many nights as I got a new idea in my head about like what to include and what it could mean to different people. And like you said, I, I really did. Um, I wanted anybody that could pick it up to feel like, oh, that I'm, I'm represented here in some way. That was really important to me. Um, like I said, especially because the first book was just my family and I wanted it to be more, more inclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you for all that. Let's get more into the story. So we're, and I'm not going to give too much of it away, but you, you're you on the first page. And if you're reading this book to your children, right, they'll be pulled in right away because we start with two little girls. Um, they're the Rhyme Time twins, Chloe and Zoe. And Zoe. <laughs> Chloe and Zoe, and they're crying on the first page. I know. And you're automatically like, why are they crying? And you see the background all set up like they're at school, right? They're at mm-hmm. school. And you're like, why are they crying? Like, who made them cry? Like, they're pulled in right away. Right. Um, and so they're unique. And we're learning that their differences um, are really their magic. I forget what I call this episode, but their differences is is what sets them apart and they have a hard time with it at first. Right. Um, but then as the story goes on, they find out that what makes them, what sets them apart actually helps other people. Mm-hmm. Because along the way, they come across these, uh, they come across like a toddler, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, what made them unique really sweetened his day. Right. And they enter into this magical land. Mm-hmm how you spoke in the beginning yes. and they really learned that how special they were and their mom helped a great deal along the way. And I love the mom. I'm so glad you picked up on all that Quinn. That's, yeah. that's like, <laughs> that's incredible. Like that's everything I was hoping would come across. 
Yeah. Well, it did. And it came across very well. And I love mom, like I said, and she says something in the book because the girls are like, you know, they're wishing because, you know, our kids, they watch these cartoons and they watch these different shows and they're aware of, you know, some of their differences. And they're like, I wish I could just wave a magic wand and take this away. That makes me different. That makes kids laugh. Mm -hmm. And then the mom says, like, she says, there's nothing a wizard should do. The magic you need is already in you. And I was just like, I love, <laughs> I just loved that. I love so that. Um, well, you know, then- it's like as a mom too, you just know there's so many times we just want to make it better and to solve yeah. their problems. And so I was trying to figure out the nuances of, of, you know, getting that in the story that she knows what she needs to do and she knows um you know, to get them to their park, to their favorite place, to get them telling a story, to get them into their heads, into their imaginations, and then they can figure it out from there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as she pulls them into their imaginations, your kids, for you watching, will also be delighted because on each page, they see like another of like their favorite characters, right? Like they see different fairies and and magical creatures and... Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's just, it's just a beautiful book and it's one that you can really read with your kids and use it as a tool to teach them a message that their differences are what make them special, yeah. um, how their differences can help other people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what to look for in a friendship, you mm-hmm. know, I believe can yeah. also be picked up on the pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to always know that they're special and it allows mm-hmm. us when we're reading a book and when we're talking about it afterwards to use the time to remind our children how special they are as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can use it to talk to your children about their differences. What makes exactly. them unique. Exactly. Um, and I struggled with that in the beginning. Cause I was thinking what, you know, what problem should they have? What problem yeah. should they overcome? Cause I just kept reading every good children's book has to have the main characters have some sort of problem, some sort of conflict. And at the end, there's a resolution. Mm -hmm. And so in my first draft, like I said, I didn't have that at all. And I'm thinking what, you know, we've definitely had, you know, difficult situations at school and neighborhood friends and that sort of thing. And I, I didn't want it to be something so narrow, like a birthmark on their face or, you know, in a wheelchair. I wanted it to be more um, widely applicable. So in a Mm -hmm. sense, I, the problem that they have is that they rhyme when they talk and that's really a problem that nobody has. So I was hoping that that would make it sort of a problem everyone had in the sense that everyone can relate to just being teased for being different about something. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. And you know what I thought about when I read it, because so many of us were in like this melting pot of of a nation right Mm -hmm. and we have our children are going to school with people from so many different backgrounds and the first thing I thought about was our children meeting other children with accents Mm -hmm. maybe English is not their first language um, and they speak you know with an accent and have and listening to that and being accepting of it from the beginning and not you know, like the girls rhyme in the book when they're listening, you know, to like kids rhyme or speak differently, mm-hmm. understanding that it's special. It's not something that makes them different in a bad way. It makes them right. special. And we want right. to dig into that. Where are you from? Um, yeah. You know, what's your family like? Things like that. I love um, that. Yeah. That's what I thought about. When I, I love that. When I that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
I want to tell you guys where to find Etain's book. I feel like time flew because. <laughs> oh, it did. Wow. Time flew. Yes. <laughs> I don't feel like I've asked you nearly enough questions, but we, we went into the book. Um, so we heard about your, your author journey. What do you want parents and families in general to take away from this book? Um, I would like for them to just take away, um, having some of these conversations with their kids and mm -hmm. maybe using anything you find in the book as a talking point to something that might be more applicable in your lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and then to just help guide the conversations, you know, I have those activity pages at the end yes. um, where you can either find some of the multimedia that I use, like a string of twine or a ladybug button or anything like that, mm -hmm. just to make it more interactive with the little ones, especially. Yeah. Um, and with the older ones to have talking points about what is a cochlear implant. If you could, It's so funny. I have never seen anybody with a cochlear implant until I started writing this book. And mm. then all of a sudden I've seen several. And so it just yeah. kind of opens your mind to what might be around you that you just filter out when you don't understand it, you know? Okay. And um, so if we just, it's all about just trying to raise um, kinder, more empathetic kids who um, are just accepting and, mm -hmm. and, um, and curious about the world around them. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And as, and as a mom, thank you so much for taking the time to put those different resources in the back of the book sure. um, to, you know, really give us some time to hone in on the story and the different elements that you were so thoughtful to include um, throughout the pages. Um, because, you know, it was really good. I was looking at that again today and it was really just, the book is just really well thought out guys. I it's just love that you got all that. Quinn. That just makes my day. <laughs> You know, so I was telling you before you came on, like, I read a lot of books. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we read a lot of books and and we come across, you know, because we review for like different companies and we get books from HarperCollins and like, you know, we go to the library all the time. Right. But every once in a while, you come across a gem. You come across a gem that's oh. like, you know, and I really respect your journey as the both the author and the illustrator of the story. Um, just all the the things you thought to put into the book, just wonderful. So Thank you. you go over to Instagram and you can um, and Facebook and you can mm -hmm. find Etain Raphael um, in both places. Um, the book is available for pre order. I have my pre order. Thank you. Um, and it actually releases on the fourteenth. So check that out today. The pre order price I saw. If I'm incorrect, correct me now. But I saw that the pre order price is guaranteed, right? Yes. Yes. Pre-order yeah. price guaranteed. If you go and you pre-order it, you can look in the description anywhere this is streaming and you'll see a link to go over to Amazon and check that out. Um, and Etain is in our group and I pray that she stays. And yeah. so if you have any questions. No, thank you for doing all you do, Quinn. It's a joy. It's a joy. No problem. I, I'd really love it. So guys, come um, check us out. Check Etain out. Go to Amazon. Check the book out. Um, is there anything else you want to say about your book? Um, that's it. If, if anybody has any issues, um, like you said, if the pre-order price isn't guaranteed or something like that, do shoot me an email, um, or Quinn an email and she can contact me because I am learning all this stuff on the internet and I am lousy. So it's a mistake if anything is not working properly and let me know. <laughs> yeah. Let just, uh, 
you know, you guys know how to contact us. Um, hi at AidensBooks.com if you have any questions or um, you have Etain's information on her Instagram and her Facebook page. Yeah. I think that's all we have. That was a quick chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Etain. I really enjoyed it. I, I appreciate it so much. Take care, guys. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye.